As part of the global 16 Days of Activism campaign to stop gender-based violence, the Blue Pacific Talanoa series hosted a webinar on Friday last week, the 4th of December, on the topic between culture and faith unpacking the power driving gender-based violence in the Pacific. There are unacceptably high rates of violence against women and girls in the Pacific. Social dynamics, gender power relations and attitudes still normalise this violence. The 2020 Pacific Biennial Sustainable Development Report highlights deeply ingrained attitudes in communities, societal and cultural factors that see violent relationships as normal. Leituala Quinsilani Toilupe Tango Elisara, Acting Regional Director, Polynesia Pacific Community, uh, one of the panellists from Friday's webinar, uh, joins us now on Pacific Breakfast for more. Maloso Ifuelo Afionga, Leituala, thank you for your time this morning. Yeah, Maloso Ifuelo Sunga Brian, Ote Fatulo, Watufo Ipaiama, Malolene, Officer Fasalalau, Iataynanele Paiama, Ulungopa, Anga Mailato, Maumarini, Port Kalame, Fatmaloso Ifuelo, and good morning. Good morning. Now, Leituala, you and the Pacific Community Organization are midway through the annual 16 Days campaign against violence against women. Now, the gender based violence stats for the Pacific are said to be, you know, double the global average of one in every three women and girls experience violence and trauma, usually at the hands of their families and loved ones. How has it come to this in 2020, where we are sitting at almost two out of every three women? What is at the heart of that statistic? If it's I, Brian, the question on gender-based violence statistics and how has it come to this and what's at the heart of this statistic, the underlying cause of violence against um, women is gender inequality and unequal power relations between men, men and women. This is, of course, perpetuated by social norms related to the gendered roles of men and women where gender norms are typically socialized during childhood, throughout adolescence, and also into um, adulthood. For example, you know, women cook and, and clean while men work in the office. And when women don't deliver on these gendered roles, particularly where there is unequal power between a man and a woman, this is when problems arise as men then resort to violence thereby claiming that power they have over women when things don't pan out according to these gendered norms. Now, additionally, as men repeatedly behave in this manner, these behaviors and practices become the norm for some and is then accepted as a private or marital matter between husband and wife. And therefore, it's not the business of anyone, whether it's other members of the family or worse still, the police or health practitioners, for example. And so it really comes down to our social norms and gendered social norms that have shaped behaviors and attitudes towards gender-based violence. Now, from Samoa, where you were one of the first nations to bring in the family health and safety studies, what did those early studies uh, more than two decades ago show and how far has Samoa, uh, for example, come since then? The first family safety study for Samoa showed that 46% of women that were surveyed had experienced life violence in their lifetime. And to be able to um, capture this information was a big deal. 
And this is in terms of Samoa being the first specific country to have a done to have done a study on violence against women, and also in terms of um, Samoa itself as a nation acknowledging through this platform that this was a problem, and that as a country we did have a problem of violence against women. As you can imagine, just having the data alone was not enough. There was a whole lot of advocacy, education and awareness and communication around these findings that needed to happen. And being a country founded on strong cultural and Christian values, it was not an easy task to share this information publicly towards mobilizing communities and stakeholders to do something about it. On the last part of your question on how far we've come as a nation, we've come a long way. Governments in collaboration with civil society organizations and development partners have done a lot of community outreach and advocacy work on the issue and continue to utilize different platforms, including the 16 days of activism to draw attention to the issue towards effecting individual and collective action, and as well as mobilizing support and resources to address um, gender-based violence. We now have a legislation in place, and Samoa, through um, supportive development partners, continue to strengthen the evidence base on this issue. Now, in your panel on Friday, you talked about the role of culture and faith and the power these two areas have when it comes to violence against women and girls. How can we uphold cultures and our faith and turn the tide to protect our vulnerable? Please, Leituala. For this question, you know, Brian, as Pacific people, we take pride in our cultural heritage. We take pride in our cultural identity and who we are. We take pride in our Christian faith. And therefore, our cultural values and Christian faith, our Pacific ways of knowing and ways of being, are the very things that we continue to be proud of. And these are things, because it speaks to who we are and what we are as a people. And as Samoans, for example, our cultural values of fa'alu'alu, love, of um, of alofa, love, our our. Um, cultural value of respect, fa'alu'alu, reciprocity, and looking after each other, fitausiai, protecting each other, pui pui, provide the foundation for everything that we do, including our service, our tautua, our relationships, vafa fa'alu'alu'ai, our prayerful support for our loved ones, our inga. And so when it comes to gender-based violence, the same principles should apply in upholding our cultures and our faith to protect our vulnerable and to protect our loved ones. And we should not be looking outside for answers because answers do come from within. And as a people with a proud cultural heritage, we have all the tools to address our challenges, including gender-based violence. I've been following the Samoa Spotlight Initiative 16 Days of Activism campaign that's all over social media, and they have applied these cultural values to initiating community conversations on violence. And it's awesome to put the spotlight on the issue and applying our own Samoan orientation and cultural values to engage and mobilize collective action to respond. 
what has COVID and lockdown shown us about the nature of our human relationships, especially those in the home where abuse is happening? COVID has reminded us about the importance, again, of our cultural values. For instance, Samoan cultural value of fetosiai, looking after each other and or reciprocity. This is also about sharing kindness, which extends beyond our own immediate circle of family and friends, and having the ability to practice that even within the confines of lockdown restrictions. Given our knowledge of violence and abuse, where it's often exacerbated by situations of stress and pressure, we have to be vigilant, especially during times such as these, and be willing to reach out and help those who are particularly vulnerable and be um, in such circumstances. It also connects with the need for ongoing education and awareness so that those who have accepted violence and abuse as the norm can come to terms with the facts that this is not acceptable and violence and abuse has never been a part of our culture. Leituana, I'd like to get your thoughts uh, before uh, one final question in terms of males overwhelmingly being the, the perpetrators of violence against our, our, our women, our young girls. What part do they play in you know, not only accountability, but also in being part of the answer? And when you talk about, you know, uh, education, um, you know, that, that sort of an involvement there for our Pacifica males. The engagement of men and boys in the campaign and advocacy work around gender-based violence has been something that we've all tried to do and continue to do. Um, And this includes a number of things, whether it's male champions in influential roles or whether it's about really looking at our own orientation of our boys and our sons so that we are embedding these cultural values when we raise our boys at a young age towards understanding the importance of their relationship with their sister, um, the importance of levata puia between letane malanofiangainga, so that as they grow up, they also realize the importance of applying the same principle in how they relate to other women and how they relate to their wives and, um, and, and women in general. And so, you know, the whole focus of the uh, Blue Pacific Telenor about, um, you know, trying to bridge the gap between our culture and our faith and the work that we do on gender-based violence, it's important because this is where we can engage different groups and different individuals um, from within society to mobilize around our collective response to addressing gender-based violence, including men and boys. Acting Regional Director, Polynesia Pacific Community, Leituala, Queenslani, Toilupe, Tango, Elisara, Leituala, I really appreciate your time. And we look to, you know, keep updated on this issue you know in the new year it's something that we would like to you know touch again uh, touch base with you again please you know to see how how we're going in this space thank you thank you brian